guys. Welcome back to Typically Peachy. How's everyone doing? Happy Thursday and happy February. That's right, we're in a new month and you know what that means? That means some new perspectives. And that's what's new with me. I know last week, like I told you guys, I was feeling that upward descent, but this week we are attempting to turn it around. I will get into all that a bit later. But some other things that are new with me, I'm very excited because this weekend I'm going to Seattle to visit my sister. I'm very happy about it. One, because of course, you guys know I love my sister. I love spending time with her. So it's going to be a blast. But two, I've never been to Seattle. So that's going to be so fun. I'm excited to see a new place. I'm excited to see her new place. The whole thing is going to be great. This week for me, it's been good. It's been busy. It's been hectic leading up to this weekend, leading up to leaving. And if you guys have been listening for a few weeks now, you know that I also have another podcast called Excuse My Reach, and episodes for that drop every first Friday of the month, which you know what that means. This upcoming Friday, we have a new episode. If you guys are interested in hearing from individuals that are professionals with different businesses, backgrounds, make sure to check that podcast out on all major streaming platforms, just like Typically Peachy. We have a really great guest on for tomorrow's episode, so very excited to share that with you all. Because of that episode coming out, because of preparing to go to Seattle, it's been busy, but it's been good. Also, this past weekend was such a great one. I feel like it was truly the perfect balance of going out, staying in, having things to do, while also having time to chill, regroup, recuperate for the week. I had a very fun, very jam-packed Friday night, and then Saturday and Sunday were pretty relaxed, and I was able to have some time to be a bit productive. Really, the perfect balance. I really needed a weekend like that. And that's really all that's new with me. I'm excited for this month. I'm excited that I'm kicking it off in a great way. Lots to look forward to. Positive, optimistic energy. That's what we're bringing into February. And that's the energy we're going to bring into the rest of this episode. So without further ado, let's get into it all. Starting off with what's hot. And I actually have quite a bit to talk about this week. The first thing that I wanted to talk about, and it's more just a small story, I'm not pulling words from any specific publication, but it is about the movie It Ends With Us, which is an adaptation from the book by Colleen Hoover. I talked to you guys about this book a couple episodes back. I recently finished it, and I feel like a lot of people were waiting for the casting of this. A lot of people were very excited because it is a fan favorite book, and the people that have been cast as two of the leads... Blake Lively as Lily, and Justin Baldoni as Ryle. They haven't cast all the characters yet, so I guess we will have to wait and see. But I just wanted to mention that because I just recently talked about the book, and while my opinions on it were slightly mixed, it seems like now this casting choice has everyone else's opinions mixed. There's a lot of people that don't feel like these two were right for the role. They think that they're too old to play these parts. They had a very specific look of these characters in their minds. This is one of the tough things about adapting a fan favorite book into a movie. People really, really care about the casting. Like, I think more so than most other situations. So they've gotten a lot of backlash. Honestly, I'm okay with it. I love Blake Lively. I love Justin Baldoni. Of course, you guys know, I'm a huge Gossip Girl fan, and I used to watch the show Jane the Virgin, in which Justin Baldoni starred. 
so I am not all up in arms. I think this is definitely going to get a lot of people to watch it. Maybe even more people than before. Because of course you're going to get your super fans of the book. But now maybe you're going to get your super fans of these two actors as well. I'm definitely going to watch it. They still have far more people to cast. So I guess we'll see if people like those decisions or not. Time will tell. Now for our second story. It's about Rihanna. We just cannot get enough of her. I've said that time and time again. And it's still true. According to HypeBay.com, Rihanna has reportedly filed a trademark for Fenty Kids. She just does not stop in the best way. Continuing to grow her business, I have no doubt that this is going to be wildly successful. HypeBay writes, According to a screenshot obtained by PopCrave, Fenty Kids will consist of the following products. Clothing, swimwear, beachwear, tenniswear, surfwear, skiwear, layettes, infant wear, infant sleepwear, booties, baby bibs, knot of paper, cloth diapers, caps, swim caps, barrettes, beanies, hats, aprons, scarves, bandanas, belts, suspenders, neckwear, underwear, bras, sports bras, singlets, socks, loungewear, pajamas, sleepwear, leggings, body shapers, gloves, mittens, and footwear. As of late, Rihanna has been expanding her empire in more ways than one. In October, it was reported that she had registered a trademark for a new R logo for a line of merch products, which now seems to be linked to her recently released Super Bowl merch, as she will be performing at this year's Super Bowl halftime show, or it could be for an upcoming tour. Well, like I said, she just reaches new heights constantly, not at all surprised by this news. I do want to say that while the trademark covers all of those products, it's possible that she's not going to be making all of those products. I think it's probably just so that they're all covered in case she does want to make any of those products one day. So I'm sure that once this releases, we're not going to get all of that for the kids. But you never know. I wouldn't put it past her. She is quite the business mogul. And last up for what's hot, a story that I have honestly been waiting for. According to the New York Times, the hottest song at the club, a White Lotus dance remix. Variations of the spine-tingling intro music have played at rave parties, Australian music festivals, and Sundance. This article goes on to say that there was a remix of this played in Chicago one night, and guys, I am disappointed that I missed that one. You know how much fun I would have had if I was dancing to a remix of the White Lotus theme song? It would have been my night to thrive. I love this song and I feel like this season, everyone, whenever they heard that intro music, was just dancing in their living room, fist pumping the air. There's something about it, kind of indescribable. But the fact that so many are remixing it now, that it's being played at the clubs, I'm all for this and I think it should just keep going, keep going, keep going. I feel like this could be the song of the summer. So let's continue on with this momentum. Let's keep requesting it. Let's play it at all the events. I want this song everywhere. I'm obsessed. So far, one that I'm really loving right now, if you guys haven't heard any of the remixes yet, Tiesto's remix. So, so good. If you're looking for it, you can just look up the White Lotus theme Tiesto remix. Or if you actually want to know the name of the song, it's called Renaissance and it's a variation of the series season one theme. Aloha main title theme. Send me some of your guys' favorites if you're loving it as much as me right now. Alright guys, that's it for what's hot. Now let's get right into what's good. 
I watched something great this weekend. I'm very excited to share it. It is a four-part documentary about possibly one of the wildest advertising mishaps in recent years, at least that I can think of. But also, I didn't know about this prior, so maybe there's a bunch of others that I also don't know about, and they just haven't done a documentary about them. But this one is definitely a must-see. It is called Pepsi Wears My Jet. Here's your summary. When a young man attempts to win a fighter jet in a Pepsi sweepstakes, he sets the stage for a David vs. Goliath court battle for the history books. It is such a wild story about this advertising campaign that Pepsi put out, where essentially in a commercial, they said that you could win a fighter jet if you had 7 million Pepsi points. So, one guy was whatever you want to call it, ambitious enough, wild enough, optimistic enough, to try for this fighter jet, and he figured out a way to get the 7 million points, and this is the story that follows. This all happened during the cola wars, so Pepsi was trying to beat out Coca-Cola. So much was happening in the advertising space at this time. It's also interesting how this all came to be, how the actual ad came to be, but then also this story of this guy with this dream that feels kind of like it should be somewhat attainable in that they advertised that it could be. I'm surprised by how many people involved in this situation they were able to get in this documentary. Of course, that makes it way more compelling the more people that are able to tell their sides of the story. There's also another real-life character that comes into play who's helping the guy get the jet. And there's a quote in the documentary from the guy that's trying to get the jet, the one that devises the whole plan. And he's describing his relationship with this other guy that's helping him. And he says, One guy used to the finer things in life, and one kid trying to figure out what the finer things were. And I thought that that was such a great way to describe them. If you guys watch it, I'm sure you'll feel similarly. And it's basically this kid. I mean, he's not really a kid. He's 20 years old, but that's still really young. So it's him partnering up with this guy that is so much older than him, that has years of life experience, and how they met and how that friendship came to be is also all included. And that in and of itself is a really interesting story as well. Not going to give away the ending, even though it is a true story, but it was fun watching it, not knowing how this was all going to turn out. So I want you guys to be able to have that same experience. I thought the documentary was so well done as a whole. Definitely one that I would recommend. Again, it's called Pepsi Where's My Jet, and you can watch it on Netflix. The next thing I have for what's good is a fashion item from the brand Fila. I bought some new shoes. I'm very excited about them. I bought the Disruptor 2 wedges. They're these chunky sneakers. They're white. Probably not everyone's style, but I love these. I cannot wait till it gets warmer, which, by the way, feels like it's far off from right now, but it's coming eventually. It has to. And when it gets warmer, I cannot wait to wear these with biker shorts and oversized sweatshirt. Just style up a little casual look. It's going to be great. And in the meantime, I guess I'll just wear them around my apartment. I do find, though, that whenever you're looking for a summer shoe or just a shoe that you can wear in a bit warmer temperatures, sometimes to get them out of season is the best way to go about it because when you're trying to get them in season, everyone else is trying to get them in season as well. So even a shoe that's been on the scene for a long time, you could try to get them in the summer and they could be constantly sold out. 
So this is your PSA. If there's a shoe that you really want that you're like, I can't wear them anytime soon, think about the upcoming months. Your future self will thank you. All right, guys, and last up for what's good, your song. It is called Spirit by Judah and the Lion. As always, you can find it on our playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good, on Spotify. And now to round out this episode, to bring it back to what I was saying in the beginning, need to know basis. Like I mentioned last week, it has been a whirlwind since this year has started. But I thought it's time for a new perspective. Like I said, it's February. It's a new month. So let's turn that frown upside down. Let's try to be a little more optimistic. These are the things I'm telling myself, by the way. I'm just trying to ingrain it into my brain that I should try to get myself out of the funk. Because chances are the workload's not going to go down. It's always going to be hectic. There's always going to be something upcoming. But I have the ability to make the choice to focus on the things that I want to focus on, to focus on the positives, and at least try to do something a bit different. And what better time than the present? And weirdly enough, I don't remember how I saw this. I feel like it kind of came out of the blue. It was somewhere on the internet. But I saw some lyrics from the song Bare Necessities from the Jungle Book, and I started reading them. And you know when you read lyrics to a song and you're not singing it, you're actually just reading the lyrics and comprehending what the actual words mean? And as soon as I started reading them and really taking it in, I was like, you know what? I should take a page out of this book, a page out of this song, and try to apply it to my life a little bit because this is something that I could really use right now. So I'm going to read you guys some of those lyrics that spoke to me. I'm not going to sing it. Don't worry. That's not the point of this here. Here you go. These are the first lyrics that spoke to me. Look for the bare necessities. The simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities. That's why a bear can rest at ease with just the bare necessities of life. I'm wondering if you guys hearing that sang it in your head a little bit because I definitely did. But anyway, those lyrics, those words, while I don't agree with all of them, you know, the forgetting about your worries and strife, that may be a bit extreme to totally forget about it, but there's definitely a lesson to be taken out of this. Sometimes remembering the simplicity of things and focusing on the simplicities, focusing on the necessities, it can really help you put things into perspective. When you break down your day, for example, and you think, oh my gosh, it's been so stressful, it's been so hard, it never stops, the weather's not nice, so I don't feel like I can go outside, there's not that much sun out today, everything seems not that great. But then if you strip it down, there are elements within your day that you can start to focus on that did feel really great that did feel really rewarding. Within that same stressful day, you can think, okay, well, I had a good night's sleep. I woke up and I drank my morning coffee, which for me is one of my favorite parts of my day. Such a small thing, but such an impactful one if you make that small thing feel a little bit bigger. Okay, it was stressful, it was really hard at work, but maybe you're getting closer and closer to getting something done. And take the fact that you're working. That's good, obviously, for multiple reasons. It's great to have an income. 
If you're able to have some ounce of stability, that's great. Even though it can be really tough, there are things to take from that. Okay, it's not sunny outside. It's really, really cold. Well, one, if you're inside, amazing that you have a place to be, to stay warm. And like Annie says, the sun will come out tomorrow. And even if it doesn't, maybe the next time that it does, you'll appreciate it even more. I'm very aware that these might seem like little things, or it might seem like I'm saying that you should be grateful for all the little things, and I'm not saying that that should negate your feelings of feeling stressed or unhappy or any other feeling that can weigh you down. All that I'm saying is that it helps to find a balance. Focusing on things that you do have, well, it may sound cliche, it actually is a pretty good habit to have, to constantly remind yourself of the good. Because the bad stuff is inevitable, the bad stuff is going to happen, the bad stuff is going to come. But if you let that overcome the good, that's when it becomes very overwhelming. Try to focus on the things that you do have and not the things that you don't. And I don't mean the things in a material sense. I mean it in the sense of stability or clarity or those abstract things that I feel like so many of us, or at least I know I am, always longing for. But that leads me in to another group of lyrics from this song that say... And don't spend your time looking around for something you want that can't be found. When you find out you can live without it and go along not thinking about it, I'll tell you something true. The bare necessities of life will come to you. Again, partially agree with that quote. I do feel like sometimes we have to go out, seek out opportunities, seek out things that we want to change in our lives. But... Just like the last quote, a lot of great things that can be pulled from this. Just like I was saying, even if you don't have everything that you want right now, even if it doesn't all feel absolutely correct, that doesn't mean there aren't elements that are already absolutely correct. Those bare necessities, the little things in your life, the things that are making you happy already, that have likely been there for a while, just view those as little wins. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to the stage that you're in. As they say, the only constant in life is change. That change can come at any time. And for me, right now, I'm going to start with my own little change. The change in perspective. The change in focus. Come on along for the ride if you need a little change in your life too. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Say something nice to yourself. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 